0: Many people are going through a reset, a reset in their marriage, a reset in their finances, a reset in lots of different things. And not that they're completely changing anything, but they're actually conscious about asking the questions. One of those big questions is destiny. And so uh, knowing that it's not just a destination, but it's a process of getting there. Hey, everybody, welcome to Summit Up, brought to
1: you by the Summit Dover. If religion has given you more questions than answers, you're in the right place. So sit back and open your mind with us. I'm Josh Hall, and I'm not here with Kyle Schweitzer. We'll get to that in a minute, but I am also here with the man with the answers, Pastor Rob Coburn.
0: Hey, how's everybody doing today? It's good stuff. Good stuff. I mean, it's like, it's it's awkward without Kyle here. I know,
1: it's weird. It's the first time we haven't had him in the studio. Uh, Kyle's got some family stuff going on tonight, so he's at home with the kiddos uh, playing dad. Yep. So <laughs>
0: good stuff. Probably that's probably a better role than, than yeah, being here with us. Good in the choice, studio.
1: important uh
0: important occupation he has there. <laughs> yeah, it's good stuff. Well, I, I'm so excited about this. You know, when we had Caitlin McCaslin on to share about her dreams, uh, was just a powerful episode and so many big takeaways and and I can't wait to let everybody in on the secret for tonight.
1: Yeah, well, going back to Caitlin real quick, that episode I know that got a lot of good response. I know we had a lot of good interaction with that one. So, um, you know, if you're out there and you're listening to the show and you like it, you know, you're, you're getting into what we're talking about and it's helping you, impacting your life and all that kind of good stuff, uh, please send us an email, give us a comment on Facebook, share the post, share the episodes, uh, spread it around. We need people listening to this because we feel like this is what we're being called to do and we want to do it and we need your help.
0: You know, I was listening to a couple of, uh, Extreme marketing people this week uh, talking about how to get people to share your post I mean that's the big thing and and they said, well, you know the share is the most valuable thing that you can receive online and that's really what we're asking we're asking formally for your v- most valuable thing you can do is to share what we're doing
1: yep share it with with your friends with your family with you know you never know who's going to stumble across it and just say you know for whatever reason I'm just going to click on this and see what this is all about and it might be the uh, the message they need to hear at that point in time.
0: So what's going to happen tonight? That's okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so
1: yeah, we kind of, kind of teased it a little bit, having uh, the conversation about Caitlin. So actually now we have our second call in guest, yes. uh, a longtime friend of mine um, from, from growing up through school and, and we graduated together. Uh, Devin Burris is coming to us from way out West in Las Vegas. Uh, so we'll get a pretty cool perspective from from a guy who's on the other side of the country here, so I think that'll be pretty cool.
0: Yeah, living in uh, the the days of quarantine and and <laughs> lockdown, what what is it like out there? And uh, what do you want to ask? What do you want to talk about as the uh, as the podcast uh, answers here?
1: Yeah, so real quick, I just want to say too, I've seen all these pictures and videos of Vegas, like on the news and you know on Facebook and things. I can't believe how empty it is. I mean, for being for being Vegas, I mean, hey Devin, you're on here, so what do you what do you have to say about that?
2: Hey guys, uh, yeah, it is uh, it is a site I never thought I would see. So we've been living here for almost three years now, uh, and I have never known the strip to be nothing but full. And when we do venture down there, uh, it is empty. A friend of mine and I took a drive uh, a couple of weeks ago, and I mean, not a soul down there, which is really really uh, strange uh, sight to see.
0: Yeah, that's just it's just mind boggling, isn't it? Yeah. like like going down the road and there's hardly anybody around, let alone out there where there's so many people, it's sort of different here. I think the traffic may be a little less, but we don't have to worry about shut down roads. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you don't really
1: notice it as much much here in Dover, yeah. Philly. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. It's uh it's the I mean it's definitely the people here, but the crazy thing too, uh, is the, the quietness of no plane flying. I mean here on an all day basis and there's planes coming from every angle from everywhere to drop people off here. And so with no, really nobody coming in, it's pretty
0: strange. Yeah. But that's a little eerie. Yeah. Yeah. Hearing the, hearing the rumble and not hearing it anymore. So, uh, Devin, you're on the, you're on the summit up podcast and, uh, I would love to hear what you, uh, what you've thought so far of the podcast and, and really talk about the destiny portion, which is, I think why we're, why we're here today.
2: Yeah, uh, I love what you guys are doing. So uh, like Josh said, uh, he and I grew up and uh, we on a lot of teams and we're together and knew each other. Uh, absolutely, go Broncos. Go Broncos. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, that's it, never, never die. But uh, I, I just happened to see, you know, several weeks ago, some of these posts start coming up of these podcasts and uh, um, I listen to podcasts a lot. I think they're a really viable way to get information. Uh, I plug them in when I'm driving, when I'm working out, when I'm doing anything like that, because it's just, you can tap into so many different people and leaders and perspectives with a click of a button. It's such a really cool thing. So I saw he was doing that, and, and so I just reached out to him and and you know told him I thought it was cool what he was doing and asked him how he got started and why and what, and we got to have some pretty cool conversation over the past couple of weeks, and so... Uh, I've been listening to them. I really love what you guys are doing. I listen to both, you know, the Destiny episode and a bonus episode. Uh, and I think, it's, I think it's a really, uh, I think it's a really relevant thing right now for people, probably more than ever, uh, because I think it's one thing at least that I've noticed in this time uh, is people have a lot of time right now to evaluate and contemplate uh, where their life's at, uh, kind of with, with dizziness tends to be the key antidote to really stopping and listening, especially when it comes to God. And so I think people are really kind of forced at this point in time to slow down and to start to really think about what am I, what am I here for? What am I doing? Am I doing what I love to do, want to do, or am I where I hope to be or want to be? And so, uh, I think, you know, I think what you guys have been talking about actually in the past weeks has been super relevant to what, like a lot of
1: people are questioning and contemplating right now in their own lives. Yeah, I mean, for me it was um I don't know, maybe back in January, I think we said Rob, I I I I can kind of remember, you know, the general time and place when things started to click in my head, but I don't know what it was exactly that that just made everything switch for me. But I, I realized I'm I'm not I'm not really doing what I what I'm supposed to be doing, I don't think. I got this feeling in my gut like Dude, you need to you need to be doing something else right now. Um, you're not really making a difference. Uh, and you you have opportunities and skills and and talents that can be used. And I was kind of like you, Devin. I know I think you mentioned um before when we were talking before the show about uh, you know, you you had opportunities, you know, in, in years past that you passed by. And and now it's like I, I have these new opportunities and God's finally getting through to me. I think, I don't know what, what was my roadblock before, but now it's like, okay, I, I knew, I always knew that I should be using my skills for something better, but I just never knew what that was.
2: Yeah. I, I, I think, I think that's, you know, I think that's been a thing for me. Uh, it, it's really, you know, coming Las Vegas is one of the last places uh if you to ask me, uh, as a 16 year old, uh, Devin living in Dover, Ohio, where he would go in the future. Las Vegas was not on the list, uh, uh, at all. And yet I think one of the things about coming to a place that's so far away and far from what I would have pictured or imagined for my life has kind of really past couple of years kind of opened my eyes and it's even in some ways been a little jarring to just that, that where God is wanting to take me and what he desires for me is is really something that's so far beyond uh the things that I could really dream up or think up for myself. Uh even if I was given the pen and said, you know, you can write whatever you want. Uh I look back at my life and think I would have never written this way and yet it would have fallen way short of this. And I think that's one of the incredible things about uh, what God does when we're in his hands.
0: Yeah, to see to see that he has it planned yet we have to fulfill it and uh, and if we would plan it we would probably plan as you said way short of what he's called us to do I, I think that the the opportunity that we all have in this time of downtime uh, hopefully we're all gonna get re- like moving forward here soon the country will be back but uh, but one of the things that I have noticed is that we many people are going through a reset a reset in their marriage, a reset in their finances, a reset in lots of different things. And not that they're completely changing anything, but they're actually conscious about asking the questions in each one of those things. And one of those big questions is destiny. And so uh, knowing that it's not, it, it's, a, it's not just a destination, but it's a process of getting there. Before the show, we were talking a little bit with you about how you know you went from place to place to place and and getting to to Las Vegas was uh, was a piece of that but it's not the final destination of where you're gonna be probably in your life. and so what it what is your assessment of your journey to where you are today, which we know isn't your complete destiny but what, what is your your thought process on listening to the voice of God and where you're going?
2: Yeah I, I think uh, for me, What's one of the things that I have that I've really uh learned over this journey that I've taken, you know kind of like I said uh, when we were talking before, it was about a show just you know from where I was leaving high school to where I find myself today uh, I think one of the things that I find to be very true is uh I tend to insert my voice a lot into what uh I think God is trying to tell me because i I feel like I either a no or B I'm a little afraid of where I think God's going to take me, you know? And so I almost try to be a, uh, a temper or kind of a, all right, well, let me make sure it's all going to work the way I think, or I'm going to know the answers that I want to know before I head out in this new direction or in this new uh, way that God's calling me. But I think one of the things uh, that I found great comfort in, especially lately is just, uh, it's what we were just talking about. It's that, I truly listen to God speak, I and mean, I truly let God be the one uh, that's guiding me. And I think I think part of that is this letting go and surrendering of my wants, desires, and what I think my future should look like. And and truly saying, I really just want more of You, God, and I want more of being unified with You. And if I can have that, uh, then I believe that the rest of the way, you know, the rest of the journey, the things and the places You're going to take me into, they'll actually play out in ways that like I said, I could never write on my own. Uh, that I could never come up with if I was just sitting down trying to draw it all up myself.
1: Yeah, Devin, man, I am I'm right there with you. I I think that like you, you know, I I spend so much time in my life just saying, well, I'm in control. You know, I'm I'm going to achieve what I can achieve because I'm going to will myself to it. I'm going to make these things happen for myself and. That's just not the case. I mean, if, if you really stop and and think about it, like I, like this is what I've been doing and I'm not in the driver's seat of this thing. I I am following a path that has been like Rob says, predetermined, you know, and, and I'm trying to just make sure I follow that path now. And like, if you'd have told me, I mean, heck, even three months ago, four months ago that I'd be doing a podcast with the summit that I would be live streaming every Sunday morning that I'd have this podcast studio and I'd be doing different shows for all these different, uh, members of the community. I, I would have said, yeah, I, I don't know about that. That doesn't sound like me, but here I am.
2: Yeah. I think it's one of the things you, know, you guys talked about it, uh, in, in the last you know episode in the bonus episode, you talked a little bit about, uh, and I think it's the one thing when it comes to this kind of idea of what's our destiny and where's God taking us. Uh, I think God is a lot more worried about who we are becoming and who we are. I think that, for me at least, is a lot more of what I see kind of God's destiny for me as what He desires for me as a person and as a son and who He wants me to be, as opposed to what He wants me to actually do. You know, there's a lot of routes you know, uh, there's a lot of ways to use who God made us to be and what he's called us to do. Uh, and I think sometimes God's really kind of okay. Uh, I, it's a example that, uh, a friend of mine shared and I use it a lot. You know, I've got, I've got two boys and my one son is three. And if he came up to me in a toy store and he had two toys and they both cost the same amount of money. And I told him before we went in, you can pick any toy you want. And he came in and had both of them in his hand and said, well, which one can I get? I would tell him, you pick. I, the parameters were that you could get one toy, whichever one you wanted. Uh, but if he came to me with two that were the same price, and I would just tell him to choose, and that they would be okay either way. Uh, and I think that's kind of the thing that at least for me is becoming more clear is that the things that I think uh, God really has in school for me is who he wants me to become and what he's trying to shape me into and and what that will do to impact the people around me not as much just what I actually am doing uh, to try and make
0: that happen. So in ministry, uh, as you're in ministry, we we often deal with people that are uh, trying to overcome a an, the, a feeling of not being successful. Um, so so depression and all those things kind of come into that. But we've been chosen by God to succeed. And so, when you're looking at the choice of of which one, we have to always remember that God is looking for us to be successful, to grow into the people that He's called us to be, and it does involve doing. We have to fulfill the mandate that He's given us. But uh, I guess my question for you is, what is your view on people who have to change their mindset from defeat to success, uh, because that's what God has destined us for?
2: Yeah, I, I think, uh, and I think it's a, I think for a lot, it's a hard it's a hard thing to overcome because I think one of the realities for us is just circumstances that a really, they have a really big voice in our lives. I'm finding that out. You know, when the beginning of all this kind of started to go down, I had a, uh, I kind of hopped into go mode. And, all right. You know, work was changing and I need to make sure that my family, you know, we've got grocery, you know, I kind of hopped into that. I remember, uh, early on in this, it was in March of, oh, Wednesday morning, I was just having a really rough morning with it all felt out of control, I'm not sure what was going to happen. I, this was, this is not going to go well, you know. And, and I remember God bringing to mind the story of Peter stepping out of the boat and walking on water. And the thing that I hadn't really ever thought about before was the thing that got brought to mind that really has changed this whole season for me. It was, the storm never stopped. Jesus could have stopped the storm and some of that stuff ahead of time. Uh, when Peter got out of the boat to walk to him. Uh, but he didn't, and Peter was walking through the storm, keeping his eyes on Jesus. The thing that changed in all of it was just that Peter lost focus, and I think that's the thing that changes for a lot of people, or that is the shift we need to make. Is I think a lot of times we just get we get caught up in our circumstance. Well, this isn't working. This isn't going the way I wanted. These aren't the outcomes that I was hoping for. This isn't the life I thought I was going to be living. As opposed to if we can just shift our focus back on Jesus, it does not mean that the storms will change. It does not mean that sometimes the circumstances are going to seem out of control or things are not going to go our way. But that's where I think we find true, honestly, success and peace is when we can just walk through those things with that confidence uh, to follow and walk after Jesus. Knowing that there are times where the storm stops and God does call them to and and I think that's sometimes the road he wants us to walk to really take us where he's trying to get us. You know, talk, you know. Um, I think we tend to look at trials and things like that as setbacks or not good. And I think those those are the things. And Scripture tells us those are the things in James that actually God wants to use most to produce in us the endurance, the steadfastness, the faith to follow him and walk into some of that success that you're talking
1: about. Yeah, and that's that's keeping your eyes. Forward and focused on Jesus and not, not concerning yourself with what has happened in your past. Because I think a lot of times, and I think this is the case for a lot of people. I know it was the case for me for a long time is as as humans, you know, I think we tend to be more worried about our past. We're more hung up on our past than what God is. God's like, you know, you've done what you've done, but let's talk about what's next, you know? And And I think that, you know, I think we've talked before about people feel sometimes like before they can even come to church, before they can even come looking for God, they need to get right. They need to get clean. They need to get better. And that's not the case at all. You just need to know that your past is your past and now it's time to look forward.
0: And that God is more committed to your future than you are, right? Exactly. Uh, yeah, because exactly. you don't know what it is, and and He's committed to watching it go through. And I think if you look through the life of the disciples, each one of them had a, a time when they were in such turmoil internally and externally, sometimes. But God was committed to the to their path. God was committed to their future. And when they understood that He loved and cared for them, was when they made their turn. Um, and, and that's what, that's what really Christianity is all about is that he loved us even when we were unlovely and we may think that unlovely is ugly and nasty and whatever, but he wants to say, no, I'm going to, I'm going to look, I'm, I'm going to acknowledge that, but I'm going to cover it over because I've already paid the price for that, but I am committed to your success. I'm committed to your future and I want you to be as committed to walking with me into that as you are into looking into your past,
2: yeah, no, I, I, I think, uh, I think that is, yeah, I agree, uh, completely in the sense that, man, I, I really do think that a lot of times we just, it's hard for us to wrap our minds around the fact that God would want to be with us and for us and is ahead of us. You know, I think those things that, those things sound really easy to say, roll off the tongue, and I think we say them in different. I mean, God's for us, God's with us, God is ahead of us, but. But I think uh, it's a really actual tough journey to take as people to, to embrace those things and to see that there's God in the universe who knows me intimately and so anybody should know why I'm not worthy of any of that and yet still is that way towards them.
1: Yeah, exactly. And, you know, Rob, I the conversation that we had last week about uh, destiny being predetermined and you can't change it. Like you're not going to make you know, mistake after mistake after mistake and then sit back and say, well, I screwed it up. Destiny is shot. I can't. There's, It's over. Like right. that, that's not the case.
0: No, because he redeems the time. We talked about uh, how, you know, you may have a child at 15, but the, the, your destiny doesn't change. He just makes a way for that whole deal to come to fruition and, and you can bring the child with you or, you know, you can get that degree at 53 or whatever it is. Uh, he's the God of restoration. And if he can restore our soul, if he can restore our spirit, if he can pay the price for our sin, he can definitely get through the muck of the mistakes that we make going there forward. But he is the redeemer of our past and, and even our future mistakes. And we have, to, we have to embrace it to be able to, to understand who he is.
2: Yeah, I, uh, I, it's, you know, kind of along the lines just with what you were saying. There's this, uh, book that I'm reading currently, but there's a quote in it that I think, uh, kind of lines up with what you're saying. It says the mystery of our faith is that God is at the same time beyond us, with us, and in us, you know, and, and that he's the same in those positions as well. You know, I think, I think the reality, uh, is we just have, we have this God that's crazy about us and that loves us so much, you know, that we know he sent a son and that, uh, he has a desire, a preferred future. He has a destiny for us. Uh, and that, and that he is more than invested to join us in that. And to not only, I mean, he's the one taking us there. So it's not really joining us. It's our choice to, you know, join him in that.
0: Yeah. And to know that, uh, we are in control of achieving that and understanding that with him. Uh, that's, that's really, there's a lot of weight on us to, uh, to actually walk it out with him.
2: I think, yeah, I think that's the, that's the thing that we sometimes, you know, I think there's even sometimes, I don't know it's happened to me. Uh, I I've had sometimes where it feels like maybe God is calling me forward or, Hey, I want you to head this direction. I almost have a little bit of guilt, even, you know, sometimes it's fear doubt it's I'm not worthy or I don't want to, or it's rebellion. I think sometimes it's even just I don't, but I don't deserve that. You know, I don't deserve that kind of success or I don't deserve that to get to do that because of what I've done before, you know, and and really truly embracing uh, God's grace and wanting to take us from where we are to where he's ultimately leading us to.
0: And don't you think that that goes to our destiny and understanding who we are and who he is in us? Uh, Because, because if we doubt that we deserve something then it, Then we must not understand, and we all go through that. But we must be having a difficult time understanding the uh, the immense love that he has for us, and who we're called to be in him.
2: Yeah, and I, I think about too. I thought it was good you guys brought it up a couple uh, episodes ago. Just you know, if I keep, if I keep inside of me who God has made me to be, and what He's calling me to become. If I, if I sit on that, if I keep that inside of me, uh, not only am I not going ultimately where God's trying to take me, but there are people along the way he intends for me to impact. He intends for me to shine my life to that I'm also keeping from that, you know, and he, he ultimately, he chooses to use us and invites us along. He's going to accomplish his purposes. Like you said, destiny is set. Uh, but for the time that, you know, we talked about at the beginning of this episode, for the time that I, had everything I needed inside of me because of him and had everything I needed to walk in what he was wanting to. And I just didn't do it. And and it wasn't just me then that I was affecting. It was the people around me that he had a desire for me to to make an impact on.
1: You know, that's a really good point, Devin. Um, I don't know if we've exactly put it in those terms either yet, but it, it's not, I know we've been talking about, you know, how, what, what's my destiny and, And what do I need to do to achieve it and my path and my detours and all that kind of stuff. But it really is a selfless thing because your destiny is not just yours. That's a great point. I mean, you are impacting others as well along the way. And yeah, holding yourself back is not just affecting you, but you could be affecting everyone else that you are in line to to impact.
0: Yeah. and, And we owe it to ourselves to explore that. And, and understand and know, uh, you know, you can walk through life with your head down, blinders on and get, and, and try to achieve your destiny going that direction. But when we actually are aware of everything around us and the impact that that word has on someone, uh, whenever I speak in that tone, whenever I, whenever I engage in that type of thing, it can actually slow people down or it can speed them up. And, uh, and that's a huge impact on our destiny is how are we affecting those around us?
1: Yeah, and I think honestly, I think that's a big reason why so many people seem to have such an issue with the way the quarantine has been has been done, because we are meant to be with other people. Like that's, I I, I believe that wholeheartedly,
0: mm-hmm.
1: that you know that that is what we are meant to be.
0: Well, he created Adam, and he said it's not good for man to be alone. Good point. Yep. So good uh, point.
2: So, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I I I agree. I think it's been one of the hardest parts for me in this. Uh, and there's been still ways to, you know, garner community and to, to go forward and do it. But, but I know that some of the greatest things that have happened in my life, I know they didn't happen in a vacuum. For me. Uh, you know, I was telling you guys before the show about uh, my best friend now that met me when I was 18 and, and started investing in me, you know, and I think about the different spots in my life and the different people, uh, that I could go on a list of that, uh, I wouldn't have experienced some of the same things without God using them in my life. And that is, that is part of community too. I think part of community is God uses us to help propel, you know, each and every one of us forward into what he's calling us to and and knows the reality is we, we, we can't accomplish the one another's that we're called to unless we have one another's around us.
0: And we're better together. That's really that's yeah. really the key. We're better together in ministry, we're better yeah. together in life, we're better together in every aspect because iron sharpens iron and uh and we can if if we're not so focused on ourselves that we're actually aware of those around us that we can impact, we will be transforming the world. Yeah,
1: and I got to say
0: like it, this is a very
1: good point because I I would not be sitting right here doing this right now if it weren't for Kyle. I uh, honestly Kyle has poured into my life more than he probably even realizes, um, even just, just leading by example and, and me watching him over the last few, you know, five years or however long, six years that we've been friends and, and just saying, man, Kyle, man, he really, he really pours himself into the church and and he gives back and he's, you know, he's helping out in so many different ways and, and using his talents. Um, and it just inspired me to seek that out on my own. And, uh, Right, Kyle, Oh, shoot. Kyle's not here. <laughs> oh, he doesn't get to hear the nice things I say.
0: <laughs> oh, hopefully he'll be listening. That's good.
1: Well, um, I think we're getting pretty close here to wrapping things up, but I just wanted to ask Devin, Rob, both you guys, since you guys have been in ministry for, you know, years now, and and, and this is a part of your life, and, and I've been away. I've been away for many, many years. So a lot of this is brand new to me, and it's just kind of getting caught up. Um so for any listeners that are tuning in, that are checking this out and and kind of you know uh, uh, being touched by what we're saying, um, but they don't know exactly what they need to do to start. I mean, we're telling them that they have a destiny. We're telling them that they need to look to God, but how? You know what I mean? What What does that first step look like? And I'll, I'll, Rob, why don't you go first and then we'll go to Devin.
0: Well, I think that that the word, and, and that's one of the keys is that we have to understand that there, there is a word, there's a plan uh, and his word in us. But I, I think that the biggest piece is, is that it says that he loved us before we knew to even be clean. Uh, he loved us before we ever knew any of this. And it says, because he loved us, we have the choice to receive that love and uh, and so really, it's not a it's not a huge process. It's very simple. It's receiving a gift. I know that whenever uh, we we've been doing some different things with with family and and gifts are are, are a good thing. They're they're fun to do, and uh, so it is better to give them than receive them. But man, sometimes you have to learn how to receive. And uh, and so the the first part, the first step in understanding who God is is to know that he loves you, number one. And for some people, that's a hard hurdle. But number two is to receive that love. And we've been talking here at the summit about the different types of love. And, um, you know, God has a love that never lets go. It's, it's not conditional. It's unconditional. And to receive love in the earthly realm with most people, we've, we've received conditional love in many categories, but his love is unconditional. And so, um, We've all made mistakes, but his love over overcomes all of it and allows you to sit where you are and receive him and his love for you so that you can then say, okay, now I'm loved like I've never been loved before. Now I feel like I need to go transform who, who I can be in the future because of receiving that. Yeah, That's, that's awesome. Devin, what do you, what do you got for everybody listening?
2: Yeah, I think. Uh, I think uh, Jesus is irresistible. I really do. Not just from the fact that he can do whatever he wants, but I think if you looked at the life of Jesus, if you just opened up, uh, if you grabbed the Bible, if you've never picked one up and you went to the New Testament, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John and saw the life of this man who was God, Jesus. And you saw the way he interacted with people and you saw the way he loved people. And you saw the fact that there were people that nobody else in society looked at and he he stopped what he was doing to look at them. I think he's irresistible. Uh, I think maybe just if you're someone into this and uh, you're listening because somebody shared it or invited you, or uh, then I think even that would be an acknowledgement of how God's pursuing you. Uh, I think the truth of the matter is God pursues us. We didn't pursue him first uh, and we don't pursue him first. And so I think, I think one thing I would encourage you is if you want, maybe take a stop and just think about what even got you to listening to this? Who was it? Or what circumstance in your life or what's been happening in your world that even brought you uh, to this where you're going to get a chance just to hear a little bit about who God is? Because I think that's evidence if you stop and think about it of how much God loves you, of who he's putting in your life and around you and the circumstances that he's even bringing into your life to bring you towards him, to let you know more about him and hear him. And I would, I think, uh, for anybody, if you don't have much exposure or haven't really thought much about God, I would challenge you to, if you just spend some time in the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, these letters written by people that were firsthand to experience who Jesus was, uh, I believe he's irresistible as you read and as you find out who he really was and how much he really loves you.
1: Man, that's that's good stuff, Devin. That's really powerful. Thanks for sharing, and I'll tell you what, thanks a lot for calling in today. We really appreciate you uh, tuning in to the show over the last— uh, what do we have now? Seven episodes or so, and we're going to keep them coming. So I'm, I'm, I'm glad you reached out, and I'm glad you've been listening.
0: Yeah,
2: it it really was a privilege to come on with you guys. I really appreciate you letting me uh, jump on and talk with you. I, I've really been enjoying what you guys have been doing, and I pray for you guys going forward that you just keep continuing to to do the thing God's laid on your heart, and I believe it's going to have a great impact. So I once again, thanks for having me.
1: One of the all time Bronco great quarterbacks, right here. Devin Burris. Uh,
2: super, super real. I, I, to be honest, it's because I had to ride my running back, Josh. Uh, I could go very far, run very fast, but we had one of the fastest, biggest kids at the time in the league, so we were good.
0: Oh, that's good.
1: Teamwork, right, man? Teamwork. Yeah. That's what it's all about. All right. Well, Thank th- thanks again for joining us, Devin. Um, to all the listeners out there, again, reach out to us. I mean, uh, you can send an email to uh, the summit up at the summitdover. Um, and you know maybe you just you you want to reach out but you're not sure because oh, what if they end up saying something about my message on the, if you don't want us to talk about it outside of your message we won't just let us know and you know we, we just want to
0: be there for you Rob is he's itching he's itching to help you guys yeah and and devin I just wanted to say I, I believe that the Lord has some great things for you in your current city that will elevate what what you have in your heart will now begin to manifest in your, in your actual day-to-day life. So man, just thanks for coming on and uh, we are excited to see what and hear back from you again in the future about what God's done. I will say a little sneak peek, Devin told me that uh, he will be
1: in town in June. Is that right, Devin?
0: That is correct.
1: Got to get you in the oh, studio and we'll get you oh, live man. on, I mean, in, in studio on the mic. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> that'd be great.
0: Well, just, uh, thanks go. again for coming and, uh, being a part of this, Devin. Absolutely.
2: Absolutely. I, I really enjoy it, guy.
0: All right. Well, make sure you guys check us out on,
1: uh, anywhere you get your podcast. I mean, we're on Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, wherever, we're everywhere. Just go to the summit, uh, go to the You can download the summit Dover app. We're on there, uh, there's no excuse not to hear it. There's no excuse not to listen. <laughs> no, and click the
0: share button. Like, comment, yes, and share. Yes, please. Subscribe, yes. comment,
1: review. We yes. want to know how we're doing because yep. it's the only way we're going to get better.
0: Exactly. All thanks right. for joining
1: us. Yep, thanks for tuning in. And next time, I we should have Kyle. So <laughs> we'll get his butt back in here. All right, thanks a lot, everybody. And we'll talk to you next time.